This message from this week's Pasha is from the Kutei Siches Chelek, Yud Dalid, Pasha Snitzavim, Sicha number one. In order to understand the message from this Sicha, we need to go back to last week's Pasha. Last week's Pasha is Pasha's Kisavai, and included in Pasha's Kisavai is a long description of the unfortunate events that are bound to happen if the Jewish people ab- abandon the way of the Torah and the mitzvahs. And it's very graphic, it's very detailed, very precise. And then there's a pasuk in the middle that says that other unfortunate events that are not written in this Torah will also come upon you as a, as a result of having drifted away from the Torah and the mitzvahs. So in Hebrew, So the Rebbe focuses on the words, And based on our Rashi in this week's Pasha, the Rebbe points out that this Pasuk describes not only the essence of what sin is, but also what is the cause of a sin. So first the Rebbe points out, as Rashi does, that the trap, the musical notes in the Torah, on these words, uh, which of course the musical notes also help with the grammatical understanding and the breakup of the phrases and the words. So the trap is, Asher loy kosuv besefer hazois. The musical notes insert a pause between the word Sefer and Torah. So it's not Besefer HaTorah, it's Besefer HaTorah Hazais. Almost like Sefer and Torah are two separate things, which is very curious because usually we always say Sefer Torah. Sefer Torah, the Sefer HaTorah. And yet here the Torah is clear, and the music makes it clear, that the words Besefer and the word HaTorah are two separate phrases. And this implies what it is that that brings about sin in the first place. And that is when you separate between the word sefer and the word toira. In Jewish tradition, in Jewish in Jewish wisdom, the word sefer, the book, the written book, it means the written toira. And then the next word toira which is, doesn't have the word Sefer attached to it, without the book, is the Torah without the book. That's the oral Torah. So when you have the Sefer, HaTorah HaZois, Sefer and Torah are two separate parts of a sentence, it means that we're talking here about a notion that the Torah is divided into Torah Shemiksav and Torah Shemalpeh, and that they are not equal, and that they are not one. In other words, you have sometimes a Jew, or sometimes a Jew experiences a feeling where he doesn't sense the oneness of the Torah. Because he's made the Torah too much about himself and too much about what it does for him in his life, so therefore he starts to pick and choose which of the mitzvahs are meaningful, which of the mitzvahs are impactful, and which parts of the Torah speak to him and which parts of the Torah don't speak to him. And he loses the whole unity of the Torah as it is Hashem's Torah. The truth is that the, the Torah is, is one because it's all 
Hashem's Torah, and therefore there isn't any part of the Torah that's more meaningful, or that's more relevant, or that's more important. It's all Hashem's wisdom. Yes, there are parts that are doable, and there are some parts that are not physically doable now, and there are some parts that are easier to understand, and there are some parts that don't resonate so strongly, but at its essence, the Torah is one. It's all part of Hashem's wisdom. And the reason why people would start to differentiate and distinguish between one part of the Torah or, and another, or one mitzvah and another, is because the idea that this is Hashem's Torah has been lost, and it's become just another self-help program. And of course, then you're going to start to pick which parts of it are better at helping you, and which parts of it mean more to you, and they're going to become more meaningful to you, and the rest of it is going to become less meaningful. And the and the uh, most awful expression of this is where a person says that the Torah Shabbat is important, Torah Shabbat Peh is not so important, and there's a break between the word Sefer and the word Torah. Why would a person think this way? So the Rebbe focuses on the words, Asher Loi Kosuf, what is not written. What is not written? In the Torah, all the rules of the Torah are written. Everything about the Torah is written in the Torah. What is not written in the Torah? What is the unwritten message of the Torah? The fact that this is Hashem's Torah. So that idea that it's Hashem's Torah and that we are merely getting a look into Hashem's Torah, which should cause us to feel humble when we read the Torah, which should cause us to approach it with a sense of modesty and bittel, which would then allow us to experience the oneness of the Torah because it's all Hashem's. That sense of modesty and humility is lost when we forget the unwritten rule of the Torah, which is that this is Hashem. And so therefore, the essence of sin is when a person loses sight of the idea that Hashem that the Torah is Hashem's Torah, the Torah then begins to be broken down into meaningful components and non-meaningful components, and eventually, God forbid, a person could come to a situation where they ignore this or that part of the Torah completely, and that's called sin. How do you come back from that? Of course, the answer is tshuva. And that's this week's Parsha Netzavim, which is following up on last week's Parsha, which was all about the unfortunate possibilities of sin, this week's Parsha speaks about the glorious possibility of tshuva, which can overturn and reverse even something as awful as a Aveda, even something as awful as a sin, and bring the unity back, and bring every Jew closer to Hashem, and bring to every single Jew, whoever they are, a truly sweet year.